Imagination. For in a moment, you can experience W, w Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 320 for the week of April 14th, 2013. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, my videos, blog, live broadcast, special events, my Walt Disney World trivia books, CDs, and more. You can find it all over at www.radio.com. This week's show is brought to you by audible.com, where you can get a free audiobook download by visiting audibletrial.com slash Radio. There's more than 100,000 titles to choose from, including lots of Disney books like Ridley Pearson's Kingdom's Keeper series and much more. You can sign up for free over at audibletrial.com slash Radio. So as a Florida resident who was born and raised in New Jersey, I'm constantly on a quest for a little taste of home, including good, authentic pizza. And this week, my search has brought me to what many argue isn't just the best pizza in Florida, but anywhere. And that's Vianopoli in the Italy Pavilion of Epcot's World Showcase. So this week, we're going to do a live review of Via Napoli and sample not just their authentic Neapolitan pizza, but take a culinary tour of Southern Italy, all while never leaving Walt Disney World. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned for additional information and announcements at the end of the show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. I live in and I love being in Florida, but I was born and raised in the Northeast. I come from New Jersey, and I miss, well, I miss nothing about New Jersey. That's not true. Other than a good pork roll sandwich, an awesome bagel, sometimes a little White Castle, but the thing I miss most is really good Italian pizza. Because Florida has Walt Disney World, great weather, but traditionally has not been known for the best pizza in the world. And they say it's the water, and I think that they're right. So in my quest for trying to find the best pizza in Florida, it has led me here, back here, to World Showcase in Epcot at the Italy Pavilion, of course, at Vianopoli, where they have arguably not just the best pizza in Disney World, potentially the best pizza, dare I say, in the south. And it is the water because it comes imported, the flowers from Naples, the tomatoes are imported, the pH of the water is different, 
and it just makes uh, it makes the pizza difference. So we're going to try it out tonight in another live dining review. And tonight I'm joined once again around the not so round table uh, by good friends and a couple of friends who were kind enough. You guys won at one of the charity auctions, right? F- during the uh, we won the raffle drawing. The raffle drawing during the. There you go. You won it during a raffle on. So I want to welcome, for the first time on the show, right, you guys, uh, you're, you're oftentimes around on Wednesday nights, uh, Dan and Lindsay. Hello. Hello. So you are from Oregon, where do they, like, do you guys even have, is there even pizza in Oregon? Yes. Domino's. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't just say Domino's. <laughs> there are some. There's one place back home called Beppe and Gianni's for the owners are actually from Italy and it's really good you know you got your uh, lamb pasta stuff you don't get at Olive Garden we have that but. He, I asked about good Italian food and he mentioned Domino's and Olive Garden in the same sentence so for a breath of fresh air you need to help me it's once again Glenn Whalen hey folks it's great to be here <laughs> now you and I actually were here for the grand opening, the, the, the right. day that opened, it's actually funny because our waiter, when we walked in, actually remembered us right. from being here, which I'm not sure is good or bad and the impression we must have made. <laughs> yeah, it was great. We walked in, he was like, hey, are you still doing, are you still doing this? Yes, yeah, great. Fantastic. So, and we were, uh, I remember we shot a video, which I'll link to in the show notes this week, where we were able to sample a lot of the food here. And, and one of the things that we really commented on or were anticipating was that pizza because I had even talked about and when I talked to the owner who was um, uh, who you know is from Naples the first thing he mentioned was the difference in the water right. and and the the pH of the water makes all the difference right the water and the dough and the awesome ovens that Disney designed for them are are they're fantastic so everything that comes out of it just looks delicious and you can't wait to dig in now you guys have been here once before but it's been a few years it's been a few years yeah 2010 I think so I've been here um, a couple times. It's been a long time since I've been here. And the first thing that I notice when I walk in is, you know, obviously it's a very grand and obviously a little loud, if you can tell, um, environment, which I was going to say, other than the really high ceilings, was exactly like my grandmother's basement. Uh, the ceilings weren't as high, but it's very loud. And even in the middle, there, there's a long table. You get the sense that you are in sort of uh, your family's house, you're, you're sort of gathering around the table for good Italian comfort food. Yeah, I like the atmosphere. I think it's just a wonderful place to be at. It makes you feel like you're at home and you're in, in Italy. In Italy or in Brooklyn. Your, your, your grandmother's house, it was loud. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and they were screaming at each other. You had to yell. And that's, I think they, when they designed this, they said, let's make it like that. Because it is intentionally very loud in here. And... It, it, you go to my mother's house now. It's not very, very different now. But I think that's what sort of adds to the environment. Look, this is not obviously the, the place for the quiet, romantic dinner, although there are some little corners here and there. You can sit outside on a night like tonight. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, if you're lucky enough to get a table by the window, you might even be able to catch a little bit of illuminations out back. But it's a very family welcoming, a very sort of family-friendly environment. You see all the kids are here. And it's okay. So if you guys want to be a little loud like the kids, it's okay because everybody else is doing it. It's not in closed spaces. It's very <laughs> wide open, very welcoming. It's not like uh, like you'd see in the movies where it's little tiny little booths and whatnot. So it's actually very nice. It's got a very nice atmosphere. 
it, it looks like it does. It looks if you look in the way they design it, it looks like grandmother's kitchen. They have a big long table in the center that obviously is designed to be a kitchen table for preparing stuff. It actually looks like a uh, you'd be wor- a work desk. The lighting above it looks like pots and pans, and all around it is stuff that would be on your kitchen walls. So it's definitely designed to make you feel like you're in an Italian kitchen. Right, you're not coming in to meet Don Corleone for an espresso. <laughs> Right, you leave the gun and take the Corleone. <laughs> take the what? <laughs> take the cannoli. <laughs> and the thing that really dominates it, like I said, is the high ceiling. But off on the side, you've got those three uh, giant, um, uh, you know, fireplaces uh, representing the, the, the three volcanoes of Italy. And there's a difference. Trust me, Dan. There's a difference. I'm looking at you right now. Between Domino's and wood-fired pizza. We actually had the wood-fired pizza last time, and it's paper thin. You can actually taste the smoke, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like traditional American pizza. It's thin, but it's really, you know, they pack a lot into the little space, and it's a lot. I like it. You know, you can taste the wood fire or the smoke, so you know it's not uh, frozen. That they just pull it out and pop it in the microwave for 30 seconds. And you can go there and you can watch them sort of creating your pizza. I mean, everything is so fresh. And, and don't get me wrong, Viennapoli is not just about pizza. I think that's what it's been getting a reputation right. for, especially for a lot of us transplants from the Northeast who are sort of looking for that traditional Nobladon-style thin crust pizza. Uh, but we'll see from the menu that even if you're not here for pizza, I see things on the menu going back to being in my grandmother's kitchen that I remember growing up with every Sunday in Brooklyn. God help us the Belt Parkway. I don't miss it all. But some of those pasta items, you know, the, the rice balls was something that was made. You're going to eat it whether you're hungry or not. Right. If you ask my grandmother, if she asks you if you're hungry and you say no, you're getting a plate of food. That was usually one of the things that were on it. There's a lot of different pastas. There's antipasts. Uh, you can get, you know, chicken or eggplant parmesan or veal parmesan. But really it's sort of dominated by the wood-fired, authentic Neapolitan pizza. Right. And in addition to that was also the uh, aqua frescas are also something my, uh, I mean, I'm not Italian, but my grandmother used to make me this as well. It was a, a special fruit fruit soda that we were allowed to drink when we were at her house. So I, I love seeing that on the menu as well. And I'm not going to go through the entire menu because I will, um, I will embarrass my heritage by trying to pronounce a lot of the Italian names. But, I, you know, I like the fact that um, you can get some of that the, the salami and provolone, that really that dry cured sausage, prosciutto and melon. Again, that traditional thing that was at every single meal growing up. Uh, the arancini are the, the fried risotto balls. There's minestrone soup, fried galamad, um, and things that, you know, obviously we've dined together before. Dan and Lindsay are going to have to. This is all about sharing. Yeah. I'm not going to drink out of your drink, but we're going to get some stuff so we can share it and really get sort of a, a taste of Italy. Yeah, of course. And this is this is what it's all about. This is why uh, we choose to eat at 8:30 at night. And I wish it was visuals because you're smiling, <laughs> like you get so excited when you know that we're going to do this. <laughs> I, I never miss an opportunity to enjoy eating uh, several different things. So that's what we should do. We should try and get a few different things and share. We'll get some pizzas. We'll get some pastas. We'll get some antipas. This is actually the second time after a meet of the month on one Saturday. We went out to um, one of Hollywood Studios. No, in, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. We went down to the to the lounge and we had uh, oh, some Sanaa. Sanaa. Oh, 
So this is actually our this is actually our second unofficial review. So you're familiar with the, with the process yes. that Glenn and I have put into place of eating sampling. We're sampling. Well, I started. I started. <laughs> I started eating. I started. I found bread and I started eating it. But that right, that's it. As soon as you sat at the table, it was always a pile of fresh bread. So right, is it is it? It, you got the warm bread with the olive oil. And it's delicious. And it's, um, I get rosemary. I think there's rosemary on it. And it's just delicious. All right. Anyway, my name is Antonio. Welcome to Napoli. Uh, I have a question for you, signori. Do you have any Disney dining plan? No. no? All right. Do you have any question for me about the menu? May I help you to suggest you something or understand some plates in Italian language that you have on the menu? Yeah, all right. If you have any question anyway, just ask me, whatever you want. I, I want to know, uh, Antonio, what, what are your, what's your favorite item on the menu? What, like, what, do you com- what, what comes most highly recommended by somebody who is from, you're, you're Nabla Don, you're from Naples. I want to know what's going to yes, give me that sir. authentic taste of Naples. Yes, sir. I can suggest you for sure the candele, which is something really Italian and authentic. You have uh, a mix of all the Italian um, items like meatballs, sausage ragu, mozzarella cheese, and the candele is one of the oldest kind of pasta in Italy. All right. Then we have the arancini as well. The arancini, the rice balls, you know, the reason why we have those is because my grandma, when she was used to make the, the risotto, she was used to make like 400 people in one day. So, of course, you don't want to eat risotto for one week, okay? And the day after, the risotto is going to be like you can uh, build a wall with bricks. <laughs> so she was used to make the bowls and fry it and give you the same item, the same thing for in another way, you know. So you're going to eat it and you're going to say anything. So does she make it like my mother, my grandmother with the mozzarella and the meat? And- exactly, yes, yes, exactly. The same thing, yeah. And one important thing, I used, I used to uh, I'm used to suggest the pizza as w- some white pizza, not always the classic uh, spicy sausage or pepperoni, but just something like prosciutto e melone, because one of the most famous Italian appetizer is made with prosciutto e melone. So we did the pizza with this one. Why not? Okay, something different that you can have. Right? I used to skip the salads. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get that blood orange aqua fresca. Blood orange aqua fresca? Yes. Where is that? So I was going to get the aqua fresca, but I might just need a straw so I can try some of his. You know what? Actually, I take that back. Um, I will have a blood orange aqua fresca. And I think to, to really sort of get the full dining experience of Vianopoli, I should have a glass of wine because, you know, growing up, every meal, you always had a glass of wine. So... Uh, I'll take your recommendation for a nice glass of red wine. For a nice glass of red wine? Okay. I suggest you my favorite, the amazing Ripasso Valpolicella. It is called in the States usually also Baby Amarone. Because this wine comes from northeast of Italy. It is made with the same grapes of the Amarone, which is this crazy wine. But because of a different wine process, the wine is going to take a a little bit different flavor and also the price is going to change so you can have an amazing wine for a good price as well and can you pronounce it one more time because I'll hurt myself if I try and say that Ripasso Valpolicella I don't know why I didn't take Italian when I was in high school what was I thinking (laughs) you stand you change your mind right you're getting a you gotta get an aqua fresca you're going to have the blood orange and the ripasso as well? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to take mine too. Everybody's changing their drinks to the aqua fresh. Can you just... 
Can you explain really quickly what the aqua fresca is? Okay, the aqua fresca is just uh, some uh, fresh puree, uh, fresh fruit, and uh, water, and a little bit of sugar. It's something really natural and completely organic. So there is nothing sparkling or any other composition. And it's good for you because it has fruit in it. So it, there you go. It's healthy. <laughs> So you guys have never had aqua frescas before? No, we haven't. And you each ordered you do, strawberry and blood orange? Strawberry. Strawberry. You both got strawberry? You both got strawberry. My mouth is full of food. It doesn't matter. You're, we're, Italian. we're all Italian today. That's how you talk. You talk with a full mouth. Oh, my God. The aqua fresca is so good. It tastes like a strawberry smoothie. It's so fresh. They actually have um, real strawberries in here. It's really nice. But it's not. It's, it's a soda. It's not like yeah. thick like a smoothie, right? No. Mm-hmm. And I wait until you had food in your mouth. You know that, right? Yeah, it's like a carbonated uh, smoothie. It's a little lighter, not quite as thick, but it's really good. It's got a good strawberry taste to it. And you got blood orange? I got blood orange, and I love it. So. <laughs> Are we ready to order? Well, I think uh, Antonio's here. So. All right, Antonio's here. Um, I think we need to get a bunch of stuff to, to sample, right? So the arancini, uh, yeah. how many come? Three. Three? Do we need more than one of those? <laughs> Rice balls, yeah, rice balls with the filler. Never. I think we need two. I think we need two arancinis, please. What else do you recommend as a, a nice shareable appetizer? Let's try. Caramani is pretty famous all over the states, so that's why let's take something different. The eggplant caponata, which is a, a salad, an eggplant salad, the most famous from Sicily, from south of uh, Italy. So that's very nice. Lindsay looks really nervous about the eggplant. What about salami and provolone? Salami and provolone? Yeah. Authentic dry sausage Italian and provolone cheese Italian as well. So, yeah. I, I could live on the dried, cured, salted meats and cheeses. Oh gosh. And I'm also noticing... The, you're, you're, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, and you're going to... You're going to uh, He's going to hurt you. Mozzarella caprice. Oh, look at you. Is that right? Is that right? <laughs> Antonio's rolling his eyes. That sounds awesome, too, with the uh, vine-ripened tomato. Oh, the mozzarella caprice. Yes. The mozzarella tomato. Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll all share caprice, yeah. Salam as well, I guess. Right? Sure, why not? And two arancinis, please. Yes, sir. Do you guys know what you want to eat for dinner? I'm going to let ladies go first, which means I don't know what I want. I'm going to totally butcher the name. Um, the candeli? Candele. Uh-huh. All right. Yes. Candele. Perfect. Good Once choice. Once you said it, I was ready to order it. Once you mentioned it, I was like, okay, that's mine. I was going to do the same, but since you're not, I'm going to go with the linguine fruity Damare. <laughs> Amazing job. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. You say the pretty slow as well as the Italian language is supposed to speak. So that's good. Good job. What are you thinking? Oh my gosh, I haven't even thought about that yet. Let's see. Why, here. What if we do this? You want to get a pizza and we'll get the candeli and share? Yeah. All right. A uh, candeli? And which. Uh, because you can build your own pie here, or it can have one of the signature pies. He talked about the prosciutto and melon. Um, that one sounds good too, right? Carciofi. Carciofi is very nice as well. White pizza artichoke. If you like the truffle oil or not? 
over about truffle I love it. I love it. So Really? Yeah, I do, but um, it's a white pizza, though. I mean, it's... You, yeah, that's a white pizza with a base of... That means there's no red sauce on it. Artichokes, right. there's no red sauce. Actually, I don't even suggest to put uh, red sauce on this one. All right, what about so? I love that. Copper. Oh, let's, oh yeah. How do you pronounce it? We actually are getting any eggplant. Let's get that. <laughs> let's get that one. The capriciosa. Capriciosa. Yes. Capriciosa. Yes. All right. You recommend that one over the uh, carciofi? I suggest you the prosciutto and melone, sir. That's the best one. If you are brave enough tonight, take the prosciutto and melone. The prosciutto we've had that one yeah, we've had that before. We, yes, yeah, so we're trying to do something ah, okay. different. Okay, so let's just Okay. I suggested the carciofi. Yeah. Carciofi. Perfect. All right, guys. You know that we cook the pizza and the pasta in two different kitchen because for the pizza we have a wood oven. All right. So that will be on the table in different time. Just a few minutes. Okay. All right. Cut. The pizza. Oh, so cool so we're as we're about to sort of go through the menu, we see on a, on a rolling cart, there's a, a pizza that's come by. The presentation's beautiful. The pizza is the size of a rugby field. <laughs> it's nice because it, nice it comes on like this little tray. So it sits on at your table, so it's out of the way when you're trying to eat. I mean, that, that's a huge pizza. I think you could play table football on it if you wanted to. It is. It's like a ping. It's like a little. It's like a ping pong table. That looks phenomenal. That looks phenomenal. I'm really happy we got pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited for our meal. Uh, but I, you know, in going through the menu, let's talk a little bit about uh, price and value, okay. right? Because for families that are coming down, it's one of the things you have to take into consideration. So a the appetizers look as though they're going to run you from about six to fourteen dollars right. for a, a galamad, and we'll see when they come out. We know from from past experience, they're good shareable sizes, right? right? Uh, the arancini you get three rice balls. They're you know obviously the soup maybe not so much, but the pastas are reasonable. They're going to run you about twenty to to twenty five dollars. About the same for one of the parmesan platters. And the pizzas run, right, the Fruity de Mare, or Fruity de Mare, uh, <laughs> as it ends right, because of the seafood, it's shrimp, clams, mussels, and squid, and, and the marinara, that's going to be a little bit more. And the pizzas run from about $17 to $41. Now, that, that's the, met, the Mezzo Metro. That serves three to five. That is that pizza that just came by. So when you hear $39, you can't think about Domino's in terms of what you're paying for, what you're getting. Yeah, no, that's that's a they they can what do you don't use you can use to uh, decorate your hall with that one. So it's huge. Right. So I'm saying like that that's a pizza that it says serves to three five. Like I think if you got that for three to five normal human beings, you guys are taking food home. Yeah, but this with this group that might not uh, make it home. But yeah, that's definitely about it's like one square foot by one square foot. It's about two of those would cover my entire living room floor at home. Uh, the other thing, too, which we didn't order because we ordered so much food, was sort of the family-style house salad. Right. right? And that's the way we keep going back to this idea of family how you family. ate at your mom's house. Eating like that family-style is something that I like. Certainly there's a, a full wine, a full beer menu. I mean, the, the entire back of the menu is filled with different uh, Italian cocktails. So you can get a Bellini, an Italian margarita, which has... Frozen limoncello and grappa. Sangria is very the sangria is very popular here. Oh, I should have gotten sangria. Yeah, man, you messed up. 
Uh, well, I'll have to I'll have to quickly drink my wine and come back to the sangria only for research purposes. Kids, you need to be over 21 for anything. Anything on the back of the menu is 21 and up. But it's nice because there is a um, there's a nice wine menu, and for those who are not junior sommeliers. They explain to you about what each of the wines is, and obviously your, your server will um, will give you a nice wine pairing as well, too. Um, yeah, I mean, your wine looks pretty good. I'm more of a uh, white wine versus a uh, red wine, but they told you it would pair well with it, so you go with what the waiter knows, because he's from Italy and I'm not. Red sauce, red wine. That's, that's the easy way I remember it. And then you have the martinis as well, like the tiramisu martini or the espresso martini for our martini drinkers. I think that would be a very interesting thing to try out. I should have the sangria. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, they also have a number of different craft beers on the table as well. And you've got to get a beer flight. Uh, three Italian beers for $15, a four-and-a-half-ounce pours, a Maya Antonia, a Le Baladin, and a La Cinque. Listen, I didn't take Italian. Nobody's spoken at my house. I'm butchering the language. If my father spoke Italian, he'd be rolling over his grave, but he didn't either. Um, so let's, let me try the wine. And we also have the... I'm pretending to know what I'm doing. Would you like to smell the bottle cap? Hmm. <laughs> That's nice. It's a really... Um, it's, a, it's a warm, oaky... Uh, not too heavy tannin kind of curl. Oh, I could, yeah. I could, I like this. <laughs> Maybe I should sit on the couch side. I'm getting very comfortable. Wow. That, that was wonderful, Luke. I feel like so uh, informed by that. Oaky. <laughs> Oaky. Here in the middle. And you have the arancini and the salami provolone. All right. Caprese, okay. No caprice. As many people, they say. Or salami provolone. It sounds French. That's Italian. <laughs> Thank you. And the arancini. Okay, guys, enjoy. Buon appetito. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Have you. Fun. Thank you very much. And the dish is really awesome. Okay. You need this one, sir? So you're looking quizzically at the uh, what was just placed in front of you. I forgot the name of it. Already. The arancini. They're um, they're rice balls. It looks like a big giant uh, donut bowl. It looks like a donut hole. Uh, so when I was younger, uh, and my grandmother and mother would make them, they were made more softball size. These are a little bit more, a little larger than a golf ball. But you'll see that they're they're filled um, with with like risotto and meat, and they're in a marinara sauce with a little bit of uh, cheese on top. I, I'm I'm speaking quickly because just take one and dig in. Yeah. You took my fork. What are you... Don't you worry about it. You took my... <laughs> All right. Glenn was so hungry, he took my fork. My dad will do the same thing. It was the closest one. <laughs> All right, so I got to tell you, because this is, this is part of the difficulty I and I think other people have is when you come from... Uh, and look, whether it's... You come to the Italy Pavilion and you're Italian, you go to the Germany Pavilion and you have a, a German background, you inevitably compare yes. to what you grew up with. But the things that were made in your mother's kitchen, those recipes that were passed down uh, verbally from the great-grandmother to the grandmother and down to the kids. So being something I'm so familiar with, there's going to be that inevitable comparison. But I'm curious, for somebody who's never had it before, what's your thought? 
Oh my god, it is, it's really it's really good. It's got that nice crispy crust on the outside. It's got the cheesy rice in the middle and the nice seasoning to it. And the marinara sauce just tops it all off. Ditto what she said. That's it. That means get the mic out of my face, I'm eating. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. Um, you know what the, the cheese is in there, by the way? Mozzarella. It is mozzarella. Or as you like to say, mozzarella. 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 So... Uh, yeah, it's it's really delicious in a way it all adheres together and into a nice cohesive little donut. It's perfect. All right, so let me let me sort of let me get a little sauce on here. Mm. That's nice. It's very creamy, right? Yeah. Um, the rice is is. Um, it's like a nice. It, it's not sort of a traditional rice. The result is very soft. Um, you get that nice little crunch on the outside, and you're right. The sauce has a nice flavor to it. You can get some of that, the basil and the garlic in there. So this did not come out of a can. Right, right. And I mean that. Yeah, that's that sauce is very uh, fresh. I guess a, a margarita sauce. Is that what that is? I'm just gonna let you keep going. Yeah, you're, I'm doing it's, really. Good. It's funnier when I don't. <laughs> All right, well, since I'm embarrassed, I'm going to talk about other things that are on the plate. So we have our uh, mozzarella with, uh, with tomatoes and basil, also in an olive oil. And that's a pretty standard type thing, but it looks delicious. It's cut into very large, that's about a half an inch uh, slice of mozzarella. mozzarella. So I'm going to cut this. So the other thing, too, the tomatoes, they're thick cut. They look like they're very fresh. Yeah. You have the traditional basil leaf on top. And the thing that's going to help make it, too, is the olive oil, right? Yes. The more virgin, the more extra virgin the olive oil is, the better the flavor is. You having problems there with that knife? I'm doing it. such a good job with it that I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> you can definitely tell that all that tomato did not come out of a can. That is fresh tomato. Here you go. You guys dig in. See, but we have a problem. We have a really bad problem. Math problems? It's a math issue. Because yeah. there's four of us, uh, and, and there's, there's one, one rice ball. Right <laughs> there's a half here. And there's a half there. So one and a half divided by four is, is pie. We can cut ours in half. I could stick that entire rice ball in my mouth. I'd be perfectly happy. But you know what? I'm going to let you guys have that, because I, I'm going to move over to something that, that I love to enjoy. Look, I'm still... Uh, um, I still love the traditions of, of Sunday Italian dinner at home, okay. right? I love the pasta, family gathering around the table, friends coming over, and I love starting it off with an antipasto like this, uh, a super sad or a prosciutto and a nice sharp cheese. There's olives and tomatoes in there. I could sit here and I take a piece of this and take a piece of this, and I can do this all day long. All right, so that, that was a, a piece of... Salami. This, uh, so this is a. It's a hard salami. It's a hard salami, and we're gonna put a tomato with it. And what is the cheese that is with it? A provolone type thing. Mm. It's nice. It's sharp. It's um. Very sharp. Very sharp, but there's still a creaminess to it. It matches it. Just it matches it just perfectly. You have that together. Oh, all we need now are some roasted red peppers and some artichoke hearts. Forget it. I'm done. Yeah. I agree. Sitting on the couch, you know, enjoying your meal. There you go. No, 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 no. No sitting on the couch. 
standing. You stand. You stand in the kitchen. You, you don't need to. Stand in the kitchen around the, uh, the kitchen table. Yeah. Your mother yells at you, sit down, sit down. And you can't because everybody just, but that's what it is, right? You sit down and you don't get the food. <laughs> It'll never make it there. You're right. But that's to your point, right? That's why this place is decorated like a kitchen because that's where the family gathers. Right. It looks like, that, I mean, that, that does look like a, uh, a working kitchen, even though it's a, it's a big dinner table. And, and there is all that sort of, that organized chaos of people running around and chairs moving and, and you hear all the plates clanging and the kids are up and running around. The big long table reminds me of like you're sitting like the kitchen counter. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the best place. You know, you come to my house. You know the way we eat. Yeah. We don't even, the kids are inside playing Disney Infinity. Right. Uh, right? <laughs> See what I did there? And the adults or those reasonable facsimiles of adults are standing in the kitchen around the island. The food's all out. It's family style, you know, because you don't need to be blood to be family. And we're eating and eating until the kids go to sleep so we can play Disney Infinity. And then we're done eating. We're like, hey, I forgot there was a super sod inside. You come out. Next thing you know, you're taking out more meat. That's just like uh, Christmas at my grandparents' house. Qualifies to work from the Northwest, so there's really no Italian roots or anything there. But Christmas time, you go in the kitchen where the uh, the meat station was and the cheese station and... You just walk around, pick it up, put it on your plate, and then go mingle because it's. And you can take a little bit as you go, and a little bit more, and a little bit more, and a little bit more. And before you know it, you're stuffed and you're uh, passed out on the couch because you've had so much good food to eat. But this is exactly. Well, I mean, that's, listen, that's why I always loved Sundays because uh, food is best enjoyed when it's when it's shared with friends and family. It uh, it tastes better, right? Well, the same way that wine accentuates the flavors of food. Uh, there's a big difference between eating TV dinners on the couch by yourself and sharing a meal like this with friends. And I, I know. I agree with you. I accidentally cut the rice ball in half, so I'm going to eat half <laughs> yeah. of it. So, Well, wait. You cut, so I choose. You That's the right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think this one is clearing the plate. Dan, literally, his plate is devoid of any sauce. There's no sauce. There's no, there's no sauce to be had. They just, they just going to just put the next person's food in it. Oh, he chose the best one. The sauce is so good it could be a meal in itself. All right, now, now what you do, you leave that sauce there, you take a piece of that bread, you break the bread off, and you dip, oh, you dip in the sauce. Dude, that's nice. Oh, my gosh. A good sauce that, and the secret to a good sauce, it's got to, it's got to cook all day long. You don't open up the ragu and throw it in the microwave. That sauce has to cook. The whole house smells like sauce and meatballs. Ugh. Lindsay is hiding her face in shame because she cracks over. You just cracked open a jar of ragu and put it in a microwave, didn't you? No. I don't let her make spaghetti because she just puts the can in the uh, up, in the uh, fry or the pot and lets it stew. But I doctored up. I add the sauce. add the different spices. Put a little diced tomato in it. You know, put some uh, diced up onions in it. Some uh, garlic. It's 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 just not the same if you just put it out of the can. There's no flavor to it. It's it's sacrilege. Lindsay's more of an egg noodles and ragu- and there's nothing wrong with that. But you can taste the difference, right? You can see the difference in in, in the sauce. Yeah, it's really nice because you get that like chunks of like tomato, and you get like the different herbs and the spices, and you know that it's been like simmering and cooking like all day, so it's been sitting in all its juices and. Made- I, I just counted. Dan is on his twenty-third piece of bread. <laughs> so, and I'm looking at the. I'm watching the kitchen itself, and the most the kitchen is open. 
Most of the kitchen is accessible to people who are eating in here. They can also see how everything's are made. So all the preparation is wide open. And uh, there's a lot of people that just are walking by and stopping and watching. And they're talking to the people. They're showing them what they're doing. Very interesting. The other thing I noticed, too, and I noticed this the last few times I've been here, was the service. You look up, and there are dozens of red vests in the room. You see how well attended to your table is in terms of bringing the food, clearing the table, and they're, and they're very engaging, too. And what I love about here in every place in Epcot is because all the people that are here are directly from Italy, they not just know the menu well, the ingredients well, they know the things that are the comfort foods that they grew up with. And, and I think you sort of take their recommendations even a little bit more strongly because of how personal they are to them. Oh, yeah. He, what it, we, I couldn't pronounce anything he recommends, so we just have to let him get it. You know, you have to just trust it that, that this is what would be good to him. I just like hearing him talk. I just dig the accent. I would try and do it, but, but I haven't had <clears throat> enough wine to try a really bad Italian accent. But judging by the, uh, the carnage on the table, other than that one little olive that's just sitting there, uh, you guys really seem to enjoy the happening. All right, we still have a piece of mozzarella, and a, just take that whole thing, dude. Don't. Not too late. There you go. Oh, give me one little piece of the mozzarella. Let me at least try it so I can say. Mmm. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's really good. I love basil. A nice basil leaf and a tomato and. Mozzarella. And the other thing, too, is it's, uh, it's very light. It's very refreshing, right? Mm-hmm. You don't feel it's not a very heavy. I'm full already. So I'm sure I'm st- I can call Domino's later on. <laughs> we also have pizza, too. But even the, uh, even the arancini, too, you think, uh, you know, the rice balls and risotto and the mozzarella and fried marinara sauce, they're very light, too, right? You don't feel full at all. Yeah, it's a, a, light, a light flavor, a, a gentle flavor almost. Very nice. This is the candeli. Yes. Vandalay. Vandalay? Art Vandalay. It's the Art Vandalay. Art Vandalay. Say Vandalay. Say Vandalay. And just for me, if you want to use the Parmesan cheese on the seafood, the pasta. Just leave it like it is. Okay, just like it is. I give you a Parmesan cheese for Just the way God and the chef intended it. Don't do not do anything to your pasta. That looks really good, right? That's a nice big bowl of pasta. I mean, look at the size of those shrimps. And the clams? You want to bite it? Can't buy it. Those tails or no tails? Yeah, those shrimps are the size of a uh, 50 cent piece. Yeah, those are nice big, those are like nice big meaty shrimp right there. You distract them and I'll get the shrimp. All right, and uh, the, he's got the calamari on there? or calamari, some everything in the sea. All right, and uh, that's a tomato. Do you need a spoonful of liquid? No, no, no spoonful of liquid. <laughs> what did we get that you're not letting me near? <laughs> All right, well, listen, we'll get it. There you go. So it looks as though it, it, it almost it almost looks like it's a lasagna, right? It almost looks sort of like a baked lasagna. With la- what are you doing? I'm looking at what's You're not here. looking. Your fork is sticking inside of it. I was looking with my fork. But it's layers of meat and layers of pasta and layers of sauce on top and layers of cheese. Don't you need to go to the bathroom for a few, like an hour? <laughs> for, until it's empty? Oh, they took it away. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. All right. So literally, yeah, you're right. They, it looks like they made a lasagna and they stacked and baked the pastas right on there. And so in, in terms of size, uh, the pasta looks like it's a, a, a long, 
uh, almost like a ziti, right? But it almost like gave me a right. three inches long, and it's like a brick. It's like it literally is like the size of a large brick. This is two and a half times the size of a piece of lasagna that any normal human should have. Like, let's lift it. We're not normal humans. I mean, that's like five pounds. <laughs> like, I could literally work out with that. Right. I could do Pilates and well, Zumba. I am. I am working out with it. This is why I look the way I do. So. <laughs> I bet you don't even get a quarter of the way. <laughs> All right. So, in terms of portion size, like, for, like, Lindsay's already preparing to take some of this home. Uh-huh. I can't. Uh-huh. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. Do you want this one? Too late. Water's going to do nothing but slow down the eating process. Hey, dude, you got to get your protein. Now, can I tell you something? That, that's, that right there, the pasta is nice. It's al dente, mm-hmm. right? You, you can see, like, the, the, the cheese in between and the oh. layers of the meat. Oh, my God. I forgot about the pizza. How could oh, you forget about yeah. the pizza? Good. Glenn's distracted by the pizza, which gives me more time with this. Mm. Oh. That's now that's a spicy meat the ball. <laughs> right? Now is that that's pork? That's you know what that is? That's oh that's so spicy. Put that whole thing in your mouth. Yeah, a piece of like, a meatball meat and a, I was only kidding. Like, yes, put the... <laughs> Dan hasn't said a word in like forty minutes. I've been uh, prepping my dinner. I've been taking the uh, mussels and clams out of their shells, pulling the tails off the shrimp, and now it's time to get to business. And that's a, I mean, that's a big bowl of pasta right there. Like, that's like... And this is my favorite thing I've eaten here. Yeah. yeah I, mean, real, I can see why I came so wrecked that. Yeah. But it's smaller than what you get. It's, it's like smaller, though, what you get when you go to, like, Olive Garden or something. Like but look at how much... What I like about it is look at how much seafood is, placed, is piled on top, right? Like, uh, uh, the calamari, like, it's big pieces. Mm. See it. It's, uh... All right, he's taking too much. I'm, I'm. The longer he's taking, the more it's delaying my finishing this. Mm. You know the way the pasta is. The way the the what are they called? What's that pasta called? Ziti. The way the ziti uh, is broken up and almost gives you bite-sized pieces of lasagna. Well, I think I think normal people would probably cut it in half. You and I are just putting the whole thing in our mouths. I like the pasta because it's got like some cheese inside, some sauce inside it. So it's like you get a bite of everything when you put it in your mouth, not just pasta. There's a lot of layers of flavor mm-hmm. in everything to eat, right? Yep. It has a. It doesn't have a heat to it, but it's got. It, it's got. Um, uh, you can you can taste yeah. the garlic. You can taste the herbs. You can taste the different cheeses in here. I'm just trying to distract you I'm so I can. To, um, I'm gonna mess this up, but ricotta. I think there's some ricotta cheese on there, right? Because <laughs> it, oh, that is delicious. That is my uh, that's favorite. That's phenomenal. Yep, that is great. And you know what this is? That's Italian comfort food right there. Like that's, you could sit there, and then when you're done, you go sit on a couch and you fall asleep. Yeah. Or wait till everyone else falls asleep, and then you go get the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having this here. 
Now, when I see this, oh, look at this. There's a nice meat sauce on top, too. And when I see stuff like this, this is when you're grateful that your grandmother made 17 pounds of it because you could have it the next day. Oh, look at that. Look at how the cheese is just oozing and dripping. The sausage is very spiced just right, not too overpowering, not underpowering. Because you don't like spicy foods, but there's a little bit... It's not a it's not a heavy spice to it, but it's enough to give it sort of a depth I, of flavor. I just I'm just scared of the like a high heat, uh, peppery to peppers. You know, but the, this is the, doesn't bother me at all. So maybe you should just not eat any of the pizza. Maybe just give me the whole pizza. Yeah, I'll give you the whole pizza, and I'll just I'll just eat the rest of the. Uh... And see, this is nice. This and a glass of wine. Glenn, you're not supposed you're not supposed to undo your belt at the table. You're supposed to wait until the meal's actually over. <laughs> It's actually the size is very misleading because you stick your fork down and it just goes forever and ever and ever. It's going to take a good five or ten minutes to clean this up. You've been eating a lot and it looks like you haven't even touched your plate. I made it dead. Dan, what's the matter? You're not hungry? That's what my grandmother would say. It's kind of like everybody loves Raymond when he goes over to his mom's house. Can I get you something to eat? Are you hungry? Dan, is that mussels, clams, shrimp, and calamari? Mussels, clam, shrimp, and calamari. Everything under the ocean. With tomatoes. With tomatoes, and there's actually uh, there's a couple pieces of uh, garlic in here, too. So it's Oh, that's nice. The nice big pieces of garlic. Dude, we've got uh, this in front of us there. This is a... Uh... So the pizza we got... Look, I, dude, I love artichokes. Oh, I like how it's bubbly on top. Like, that's nice. That's a hand-tossed pizza right yeah. there. Big air pockets of deliciousness. Air pockets of deliciousness? Yeah, I'm eating my air pocket of deliciousness. <laughs> Look at that. I'm eating that. Try this. That's your piece now. You just butchered that whole piece. Yeah, Give me this one right here. Oh, that's so good. So the pizza's probably what? 12 inches maybe across? Maybe a 12-inch pizza? 14. 14? But this is not cut in like... Eight pieces. You get four pieces. I mean, this is four like gigantic, right. wedge-shaped pizzas. Piece of pizza. Right, and it, it, uh, yeah, it's just into four pieces. I've already destroyed one of them by tearing off the air bubble, but it was delicious. It's very thin. There's no red sauce on this. It's a uh, white. And we have artichokes on there, and you're, dude, you're, you're talking too much, man. I gotta, I gotta eat this. So yeah, I was gonna say it's. Uh, we took a uh, trip to uh, Philadelphia, New Jersey, to visit my brother a few years ago. And we went to New York City for a couple days, and it's just like, as I say, it's the kind of pizza you get where you have to fold it over and the, the grease is dripping down your arm. It's so good. That's the way you eat it. Like, if you went to New York and you got a pizza, you got to sort of get the, get the position right. You stand at the counter and you lean over like this, so when it drips, it gets it drips, all over the place. It gets all over. Gets all, exactly. No, none of that, none of that blotting mm. of pizza with your napkin. None of that blotting no. of pizza with your napkin. But you know what? This is not oily at all, right? Nice flavor on the artichokes. The dough is cooked just right. There's a nice, like, little crust on the bottom. The white sauce is better on it. The white sauce is probably better on it. We're debating it over marinara or... Artichokes and garlic. Yeah. <clears throat> we got a lot of garlic flavor in there. Very Italian flavoring. <laughs> mm. It looks as though Dan still hasn't touched his food yet, and we're halfway done with our pizza. <laughs> chunk of garlic right here yeah. in our uh, pasta. Well, we've been eating at it for five minutes. We haven't made a dent in it yet. <laughs> oh my God. Nothing you from me. I'm you. 
what they're singing about, but I think that's something to do with my pizza. Yeah. Happy birthday, I'm telling you. This, uh, the crust itself tastes like a really great. It's just a bite, even when out the um, the sauce on it. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even looking at the bottom, you can tell like it comes from a wood fire oven. Yeah, you can tell this is in Stamboli or in or in Etna or Vesuvius. Yeah, delicious. I'm saying this out of a courtesy, not that I hope you actually take me up on it. But do you guys want to try a piece of pizza? You should really try it. It's really really good. Red tomato is a hot tomato, not like a spicy hot. So he's he's trading us a fork full of pasta. A piece of galamad and one tomato for a slice of, of pizza. Yeah, you, think, you, think, you, think you think it's a fair? I'm not sure. That, <laughs> oh, look, see, he's up in the ante now. No, he didn't. I think we're being taken. Look at look, but look at what we're giving you in return. We'll give you a whole slice for a shrimp to be named later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. This um. I could eat this bread, this crust, without anything else on it. Yeah. I eat the whole thing. And that's what I mean. I, I kid, You laughed at me, as you always do, when I said when I came down and I said it's the water. That's why you can't get good, crusty bread down here, because it's, it's the pH balance in the water. You see the difference between that and what you get? And no offense, I love them to death, but that's the difference between this pizza and Papa John's. Oh, delicious. Yeah, I'm willing to... Uh, I'm going to go with you on that and just say the water... <clears throat> it's fantastic. Right, right, right. It's just a very cheesy piece of pizza. It's got the, uh, what is that, artichokes on top? Very good. It's... God, there's nothing better than a, a marinated artichoke. I'm going to be thinking about this for weeks on end now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said I probably am not going to eat for a week after this. I'll get home 20 minutes. You know, I'll get home in an hour or so, and I'll probably eat this before I go to bed. So what I would recommend, right? So you, I mean, one person could eat that pizza, maybe, or you're sharing. I would get a pizza that that's larger mm-hmm. than what you think you would eat, because you're gonna want to take some home. Especially like, oh, think about this. Say like you're staying at Boardwalk or Beach Club, or if you're a DVC member, you got a microwave or an oh, you put this back in the oven in your room at like 12:30 at night, and everybody else is asleep. That's a party, my friends. No, oh, that's awesome. It's like having room service without them bringing it to you. You know, it's amazing. And Epcot's done a good job of this, but this is, we're basically, we're in a theme park, and this is not theme park pizza. Yeah. This is uh, this is something you'd only get in a uh, nice Italian restaurant. Yeah, not in that quick service. <laughs> oh, that pasta's good. Oh, you know what, too? I almost ate that. I know. I let you have that shrimp. <laughs> you know what I like too? There's a little bit of heat to that as yeah. well too, like a red pepper flake. That's oh, nice. And you can tell the difference between fresh cooked pasta, fresh made pasta, and pasta that comes out of a box. Pasta that takes ten seconds to cook, as opposed to pasta that takes three minutes to cook. It's al dente. It's cooked perfectly. And probably that pasta is probably pasta that's been rolled out. Oh man. And, you know, we were talking about this before. We have eaten and actually done live reviews of a lot of restaurants here in Walt Disney, a lot of Italian restaurants. We've done Il Molino. We did a live show from Il Molino. We've been here. We've been Tony's Town Square. And we've also been to 
Mama Melrose's. We absolutely need to know, go next door to Tutto Gusto for a different type of experience. I love Il Molino, right? It has an ex- a huge menu too. But I'm going to tell you, for flavor and value, I, I, you've got a, a two, uh, Via Napoli just won themselves another really big fan. Yeah, exactly. If they can make uh, the, uh, if you, they can make takeout pizza for you, they can go and watch Illuminations while you're, while you're munching out of a, a big paper box. That would be nice. <laughs> but that pasta too, Dan, that pasta is phenomenal. The Zefole di Caterina or the Coppa Marina. They are the two most famous dessert. We still have since the first day we opened this place. Okay. So you said your, your most famous search is Zeppoli? Yeah, and uh, Coppa Marina. Coppa di Brutti Maboni. So I don't know what that one is, but I know Zeppoli, sure, right? I, I listen, know I grew Zeppoli. up I grew up in in New Jersey. I, I know Zeppoli when you got it in the bag and you had it with the I remember the... you were eating Zeppoli here the first day on yeah. the grand opening. Yeah. I'll show you the menu, don't worry. <laughs> what is I'm not sure if that's good or bad that I made an impression that he remembers me eating Zeppoli on the first well, day. Remember when you said Domino's pizza for pizza? Zeppoli is Dunkin' Donuts. No. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> well, in the same, in that well, same world. All you need to know <laughs> is it's... English me translation. It's yeah. fried dough. It's fried dough. Soft. That's it. Fried dough. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and the Wait, menu has pictures. Look at that. Oh, oh look gosh. at that gelato that's with pistachio ice cream. Wow, that's a big bowl. Gotcha. So the dessert menu uh, has tiramisu, which I love. Listen, you get... You get a tiramisu made the right way. The mars- you got to say it like Giada because she goes. She adds extra letters. Mascarpone cream, espresso. That's, yeah, that's I'd one. rather listen to her. I would listen. I watch her with with the with the show on mute. <laughs> espresso, <laughs> lady fingers and chocolate. Uh, the Zeppeli. So all you need to know is it's fried dough, but it's got the the, the fried ricotta and whipped cream. They, they serve it with chocolate sauce. When you used to get it from. When you went to, to Little Italy, you uh, and the Feast of San Gennaro, right? So people in the Northeast will get that. You would get it in a bag. It would be hot, and you they could see the oil leaking through the bag, and they would put powdered sugar inside. They also have uh, gelato, vanilla chocolate pistachio or lemon sorbet, a coppa di brutti di maboni, ugly but good, amarena cherry and velato, vanilla gelato sundae, and gelato frizzante. Ice cream soda, Italian style. So I think we should do this. This is my suggestion. You got to get a tiramisu, right? Right, because it is a zeppoli. And do you want to get a pistachio? You want to get a pistachio just so you can have, say you've had pistachio gelato. That works. So, so let me and, ask you something. I don't know if you know the answer to this. We might have to get this from an expert. But they have cafe americano and cafe fredo. I knew it was you, Fredo. I knew it was you, Fredo. I knew it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. I'm smart, Mikey. I'm, I'm smart. smart. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay and Dan, that's from The Godfather. You need to sort of add that to the list. Um, but they do have dessert wines and cordials. A, ni- oh, a nice Sambuca or Amaretto with dinner. What is Sambuca? So Sambuca is a, is, a, is a thick white liqueur. It's a clear liqueur. Um, with a licorice flavor, a very so if you love licorice, and I'm, pro, I'm sure they serve it the right way. You serve sambuca with coffee beans. 
You float, you float the three coffee beans on top of the Sambuca? Oh, yes. Sure. Oh, see? I like that. Uh, Amor I love Amaretto. Amaretto's, um, it's sort of a, um, a, um, a, a gold color, like a, um, a nutty sort of uh, an after-dinner drink. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to have a tiramisu. We have to have a Zeppoli. And we have to, of course, we have to introduce them to pistachio gelato. So do you guys want a, an after-dinner cordial? Do you want a, a coffee, an espresso? So I finished my, uh, uh, I forgot the name of it already. You're, 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 you're fresco, fresco, you're aqua fresco. You're, dri you're driving, so it's good that you're, you're welcome to that, even though there's no... <laughs> Are you having anything? I'm going to actually enjoy my aqua. Aqua? Um, nothing? Nobody's having a coffee? Well, I'm, I'll have an espresso, please. I would love an espresso. Antonio, can you tell me what a cafe fredo is? Café Fredo? Yes. Café Fredo is just the long, dark American coffee with ice. That's all it is. So it's something that you can skip because we are in an Italian restaurant. Just get an espresso. That's all. <laughs> I'm going to have an espresso. And I, w I won't have the Sambuca with it because I'm driving, but I'll have a nice uh, espresso with my desserts. And everything, everything Antonio was phenomenal. We loved our entree. Ah, you know already why. We are in an Italian restaurant in, the, in Walt Disney World, so <laughs> what you can expect, you know? Well, we said that it, it doesn't taste like Italian food that you would expect to get in a theme park. It does not taste like theme park food. It tastes like what I got in my grandmother's kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's much more traditional. Yes, yeah, yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I'll be sure. back tomorrow. <laughs> I think we have one of the best uh, pizza all over the Florida. I agree. Yeah. Actually, yeah, best, pizza best pizza I've ever had. Me too. It doesn't. You can't get a more resounding endorsement than right. that. And he knows Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Papa John's. We know Papa John's. <laughs> all right. So our desserts just came. And look, you weren't even waiting. Look at you sorry, digging I'm into the tiramisu already. That's why we have no pictures of the food. <laughs> like, that's a nice big piece of tiramisu. We've got a pistachio gelato. He put the um, he put the zeppoli right in front of you. I think you should just try the zeppoli just on its own. Just take a bite. There, there's chocolate with it, too, and there's a whipped cream. Don't use your fork. We're all family here. Just, put, just use your fingers. That's it. Just take a bite and then go. You can double dip here. It's fine. No, you need the chocolate. No, do it without the chocolate. Mm. It's very doughy. It's got a little bit of a... So is Glenn. Taste? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if he tastes as good, though. Oh. <laughs> it's like a... Oh, it's, like, yeah, it's like an Abel Skeever from a Scandinavian. Yeah, like an Abel Skeever. I don't even know what language you're speaking. Scandinavian. Oh. Abel Scooper? <laughs> is that what we said? Uber Scooper? What, is, what did they say? What are you doing? Just a little bit of whipped cream on top. I mean, look, there's no. nothing better on this planet than fried dough. Mm, my God. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's really good with the whipped cream. It gives it, you got the nice, cool taste of the whipped cream versus this, the sweet, uh, sugary taste. It's just, can't explain it. And so these are, uh, these are smaller than I remember getting up in New Jersey at the, at the Feast of St. Anthony or... Kind of where, where they would be sort of the size of your hand. Right. These are sort of more golf ball size. Dare I say for you and I, bite size? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to share. We'll just we'll, we'll share. <laughs> um, he doesn't want so to give it up. I, I gotta, did you guys even leave me one? Look at you, you vultures. There's three left. Three left. Mm. Oh. 
that's like a rich chocolate too. See? Yeah. Mm. When they're made right, you don't need the chocolate, you don't need whipped cream. That little bit of powdered sugar are they on fast top? fried? Is that what they are? They just throw them in really quickly and they whoop. Oh. <laughs> no, they, they, this is that's a serious fry on there. You got a nice little, you got a thick. It's like the you got a thick layer of crust before you get down into the delicious magma of the. Nice. Yeah, because it does feel it does. That's how it tastes. It's like hot on the outside and hard, and then inside it's like. Yeah. It's warm and it's. Oh. All right. What is it? What is it? That. And my it's little, like, oh, I got my little espresso. Wait a minute. It's mm. got like a cocoa flavor to the chocolate with the uh, the dough balls. It's a, a nice dark chocolate. Right. He, he called them a dough ball. I'm not even listening. I don't even know who this guy is anymore. Let me just try it with the chocolate, just so I can say. It's got a cocoa flavor to it. It's got a cocoa. That's a real dark chocolate. That's a real nice. I'm double dipping a chip. I don't care. It's definitely not Nestle's quick chocolate. Here I go. Here I go. Mm. You gotta have with a whipped cream on it. Whipped cream is good. Uh, no? That chocolate's phenomenal. Good. I did it. I can, I would drink, I would, I'm gonna sit back and I want you to pour that chocolate down my throat. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> it wouldn't be the most embarrassing thing you ever did in a restaurant before. <laughs> they won't ask you back after that, will they? Oh my goodness. Right? A tiramisu? Oh, a tiramisu. Did you guys steal my fork? How many forks yeah, do you here, have? Dude. You have a spoon right there. That's for the ice cream. That's for the ice cream. I, gotta say, I gotta save that for the gelato. The tiramisu is like soaked in basically coffee and it's so good. And it's so moist. Oh. It's <laughs> mm. Yeah, definitely a strong ca- cafe. Cafe Fredo uh, type uh, taste. Oh, between the tiramisu and my espresso. Mm. They need to run illuminations again about 2 a.m. because that's when I'll be about ready to wind down tonight. Yeah, the, the, this uh, tiramisu doesn't taste like a product. Like you, you go and get tiramisu in a store and they cut you a piece. This tastes like it was made back there just now. It's not like you would get at the, uh, the deli section at Publix where you go get a dessert. It's not that type of tiramisu. I've had tiramisu before and this is definitely one of the uh, better ones. Godfather. On the day of your daughter's wedding, I want to tell you how good your tiramisu is. <laughs> funny papers. Funny papers. <laughs> See the funny papers. On the day, look at my brother. Big guy. <laughs> tell him Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> I may call upon you. From the end of the never come. come. <laughs> but I may call upon you to perform a service. <laughs> okay, do the guys have four pieces here? All right, wait a minute. You guys are going to have to, just like Glenn and I, you guys are going to have to share a spoon. There's three spoons. Glenn's going to use a fork. Now, you guys made quick work of that tiramisu. Clearly, you enjoyed it. So, I'm going to tell you, uh, I remember as a kid... Growing up at my grandmother's house, and every birthday, right, all the older <clears throat> generation of people, you always got your cake from Carvel. Fudgy the whale. Fudgy the whale. Fudgy the whale. I participate in Carvel ice cream stores. <laughs> but they always got pistachio and cherry vanilla, and I hated it. And here I am, 40 some odd years later. Mm. Oh, I just love the pistachio gelato. That is awesome. And because there's bits of real pistachio in here. Did you guys try this? This gelato? Oh. 
Oh my god, it's a die for. <laughs> I'm like dying here. It's so good. So Do you Richie, like pistachios? Uh -huh. The nut themselves? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that's just a great... Uh, um. I can eat a bucket full. I can eat a bucket yeah. full. It's so good. I little... I have to pay the extra money and get them already pre-shelled because it takes too much time to shell all of them. I guess you could just hook it up to an IV and just have it inserted <laughs> right into your body. It's so I good. I when they would color pistachios red for some reason. What? No, I've never heard of no, such a thing. Pistachios used to be... And, like, they would just... Make them look red, and, and they get you. You get red powder all over your hand when you. You weren't. Those were not. Those weren't pistachios. Those weren't pistachios. Okay. We'll have a conversation when we're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, I'm glad they got away from that. It was just a. It was just a food coloring to give it a more. Uh, because I guess pistachios have an inconsistent color. Sometimes they're green. Sometimes they're brown. So they would just make them all red. There's a, there's like. Half the people right now are, are listening and they're nodding because they remember that. I don't even hear the words that are coming out of your mouth because that is so I good. Broke it in half. It's like pistachio brittle. I broke the brittle in half in the four pieces. It's like she's given out the. the... Broke the top in half. Mm. Yeah, that's an almond, an almond bark. Oh. Uh -huh. You keep eating that. Mm. See, this is about the time that everybody would start arguing and yelling and screaming, and the kids would go play, and and they start bringing up the everybody start falling, and you you fighting for the couch, so everybody can go fall asleep, and then the kids are not tired yet, and then you have to get back on the Belt Parkway, and then because we were so full and had a long drive back to New Jersey, my father would go to Coney Islands and we'd stop at Nathan's for a hot dog and French fries. Oh man, you shouldn't have said that, right? Because right? <laughs> and there's nothing better than Nathan's and Coney Island. Because they probably never ever clean the grill. They never clean the water, or the uh, dirty water, and the oh, let's say so. And those fries, those like because those those fries are cut differently than they are anywhere else. Those thick sort of uh, waffle cut them. fries. They're sort of yeah, uh, with the ridges. It's in them. like a huge ridgy yeah. fry. Oh, right. and the burnt ones on the bottom. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. All right, <laughs> miss. Okay, there's one We're more so thing. There's one more thing I miss about New Jersey and New York. It's Nathan's. Good bagel, a good Jewish deli. I was going to say the pizza, but Vianopoli may be changing my mind because I think we found a place to get good pizza here in Florida. Mm. I just love the crust on it. And maybe it is that water. Maybe it's the, the dough coming from... Uh... Mm. Yeah. I also think it's the fact that they use a wood-fired grill and not just a, uh, an oven like a standard pizza yeah. place would use. That has something to do with it. So for you guys, was this meal one of those ones that now all of a sudden... Vianopoli gets back on the Raiders like, hey, like we're in Epcot, we're hanging out today, where do you guys want to eat? We need to go back to Vianopoli because we found a couple of things we really like. I'm thinking of just pitching a tent and living right outside the front entrance. <laughs> yeah, same here. Someone ate some of your tiramisu, by the way. Huh? Someone ate some of your tiramisu. <laughs> no. See, having to hold the recorder, I lose out on some of the uh, on some of the search. I said, just get a straw that goes all the way from there to here, and I would be mm. disgraced. But yeah, I think... Um, you know, in terms of how we've been talking about some of the different Italian restaurants, yep. uh, again, uh, it's going to be a very different type of experience than here. Right. But, um, yeah, for me, now all of a sudden, you know, days we come and we're hanging out and we're looking for a, a place for a group of us to come and eat. We get the nice big table in the middle or one of the other big tables here inside the kitchen. Right. This is a good place to come with friends, with family, good food, shareable portions. It's comfort food. It's a good value. I mean, we have a lot of food, and, and look, 
look at us. We eat a lot. Yeah. And, you know, and Lindsay's taking food home. Yeah. And, 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 I don't know how we're, and how are we allowing that, actually? And we have families that will come up here with their children. This is how they're comfortable feeding, you know, the, they, they, the father and mother order a group of, of uh, entrees. And they, they dole out what they want their child to eat. And that's how they do it. And this is the, that's how this is designed. So it's designed for this. Uh, it's perfect for this environment. Excellent white staff, too. Can pronounce words I can't even begin to pronounce. And they have, like I said, they're from their home country, so they know what's good. And they recommend They tell me on my uh, pasta, do not put uh, uh, shredded Parmesan cheese on there. They throw me out the building. And he was right, right? Yeah. You don't use a spoon. Listen, you don't use a, don't use a spoon with your spaghetti. Don't use, don't use a spoon with your spaghetti. Uh, and don't put cheese on your seafood pasta. And he was right, because you didn't need it, right? You don't want to yeah. sort of taint the flavor. You want to eat it. I think that the food should come out exactly the way the chef wants you to eat it, and yeah. that's exactly what it, we did. Yeah. I th- and I think that's how it was, you right. know. Yeah, and you obviously... It's very consistent, because they've been open three years now, and the meals meals have uh, maintained that quality. And the staff is the same, right? We've yeah, seen, we saw the same we've manager. We've seen the same manager, the same wait staff. Yeah, the same wait staff. <laughs> I recognize a few of them around here, so that says something. Yeah, and the fact that they remembered us... Again, I don't remember anything <laughs> so memorable <laughs> happening, but uh, but you know what though? You feel like you know you like that. You like the fact that you feel like you're coming home because they know you, and I very much appreciate that. Antonio, you were awesome. The only thing better than you tonight was the food, and that's saying a lot. The food was better than me. Almost, almost. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice. No, okay. You didn't say anything about the wine. The wine was a perfect complement to the food. Uh, it was very smooth. It wasn't a, a very heavy wine. It's a very drinkable wine. So it was a great recommendation. Uh, they keep eating all my dessert, but that's okay. Um, this is, I kept talking about this, referencing experiences as a kid growing up with my family in New York. Um, the same sort of elements were there from the pistachio to the zeppoli to the food. It was, it was a great dining experience. It was a great value. You and the staff were phenomenal, and we will most definitely be back again. All right. We will wait for you. That's why no, I mean, when I say we're we back, the, we're not leaving. the restaurant in all over Epcot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I want to thank Antonio. I want to thank Dan and Lindsay. Of course, Glenn, I want to thank you, all of you, for eating all my dessert. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still a little piece. But That's Lindsay, not a piece. Lindsay didn't leave you much. She forced me to do it. Well, this was awesome. Uh, it was great sharing uh, this sort of wonderful, traditional comfort food with great friends like you. I, I highly recommend you guys coming, checking out Viennapoli for yourself. Don't just limit yourself to the pizza. Explore the entire menu. And then shoot me an email or call the voicemail. Let me know what you think of Viennapoli here at Epcot. Uh, so all, to all you guys, thanks. We have to do this again. We'll even, we're going to venture out. We're going to venture out beyond Viennapoli. And you'll see Glenn's smiling already. We may go to Nathan's. There's a challenge. Italiano It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to challenge yourself to see how well you know Walt Disney World trivia or history, or pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, 
maybe in what you hear as well. Then each week, I'll randomly select one winner from all the correct entries to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week, we were talking about Walt Disney walking through Walt Disney World, and I asked you a question about where you could find Walt and references to him in Walt Disney World. And as you know, the windows on Main Street USA are tributes to those individuals who helped create not just Walt Disney World, but build the Disney company itself. And I said that Walt's name could be found on three windows on Main Street USA. One is actually on a door. It's one of my favorites. It's a door that honors all the cast members past and present in Walt Disney World, but there were two more. And so your question was simply to tell me on what two buildings on Main Street USA you could find Walt Disney's name in a window. And of course, the correct answer was the Main Street Railroad Station and the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. This is the first and last name that you see as you walk in or leave Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. It's analogous to watching a movie and seeing the producer or director's name at the beginning of the movie and once again at the very end. So thank you and congratulations to all of you who entered from the hundreds of correct entries again this week. I randomly selected one for all six of my audio walking tours of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, a WDW Radio luggage tag, button, and a signed copy of my Walt Disney World Trivia Book Volume 2. And this week's winner is... Jill Ortega. So, Jill, congratulations. Please send me your address. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, I appreciate you playing, but don't worry, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, since we're in Viennapoli, I thought we would stay in World Showcase this week in a pavilion that's very close to my heart, not just because I'm Italian, but because of the, as you heard, the wonderful food you can find there, and that is, of course, Italy. It's filled with fantastic architecture and details. It's beautiful at night and really showcases some of those hallmarks of Italian architecture and modeled after St. Mark's Square in Venice. It's got the reproduction of the Campanile and the Doge's Palace. And the pavilion and that piazza are really meant to be visually savored. And obviously, in addition to the numerous culinary experiences, you should really take your time to wander and take in the details. And for example... Near the rear of the pavilion is a fountain, and that leads to this week's trivia question. Who is represented on the fountain in the Italy Pavilion? Here's your question. You have until Sunday, April 21st at 11.59 p.m. to email your answers to contest at www.radio.com. You'll again be playing for all the audio tours, luggage tag, button, and another signed copy of my Walt Disney World Trivia Book Volume 2. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. Be sure and visit the website over at www.radio.com because in addition to the weekly podcast, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, be sure and check out our multiple daily blog posts, new videos, sign up for our free email newsletter. Also, be sure and visit us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for WW Radio Live, where you can watch and chat as we talk about this week's Walt Disney World news. Be part of our Disney book club and connect with me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. Also, you can find a link to download the new free WW Radio app for your iOS and Android devices. And you know, I love hearing from you as well. You can call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. Or email me with a question you want answered on the show 
at Lou at www.radio.com. And as much as I love connecting with you on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and Google+, I think nothing beats a handshake and a hug. So be sure and try and come out to one of our many in-person events, including our WDW Radio Meets of the Month in Walt Disney World. Our next one is going to be Saturday, April 20th from 1.30 to 3 o'clock in Epcot. It's at one of my all-time favorite locations in Walt Disney World, the upper level of the Katsura Grill in Japan and World Showcase. Flower and Garden Festival is going on. The Village People are playing that night. Lots of fun, casual meetup. Anyone and everyone is invited, so please feel free to bring the whole family. If you can't make it to this month's meet, we're going to have one every month, and there's other special events coming up as well, too, including I'll be having a meetup in New York, Toronto. We'll be out in Seattle for the Pacific Northwest meet. We're all heading out to Alani and of course our cruise on the Disney Fantasy November 2nd through the 9th. Again, visit the events page over at www.radio.com to find out more. Quick thanks to my partners and sponsors, Mouse Fan Travel. They're my official recommended travel provider because it's who I've used for years. And the Mouse Fan team is not just the best at getting you the best prices and any available discounts, but it's their level of personal service that really distinguishes them from anyone else. And it's all at no additional cost to you. You can visit them over at mousefantravel.com. And if you want some Disney magic delivered right to your door, Celebrations Magazine is available in print or on your iPad or Kindle device. You can subscribe, order back issues over at celebrationspress.com. And finally, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links or come by and comment over on Facebook. And please rate and review the show and the app over at iTunes. It's very, very helpful. Very much appreciated. And I want to also thank you for giving me the chance to share my passion for Disney with you through the show and the videos and the live broadcasts and the events each and every week. And I want you to let the life that you've always dreamt about become the life you live. So start making positive changes today. And as Walt Disney always said, keep moving forward. Thank you again so very much for listening. I hope you guys have a great week this week. So until next time, see ya. Hi, Lou. This is Tony from Illinois, also known as Backside Water in the Box. I just got done listening to show 319 about taking Walt to Walt Disney World. And I think if I got the chance to spend a day with Walt Disney, what I would show him is the box. I think Walt would love it. He would be thrilled beyond words to know that there are people in this world that love his dream and share his dream so much that that that's what they do. They they talk about it. They get other people excited about about coming to see his dream and that there are so many other people who are interested in talking about his dream and loving his dream so much. Um, that would thrill Walt to death. He would he would be ecstatic to know that there are people like you and people like the box people and all these other all these uh podcasts and stuff talking about his dream. He would love that so much. Thank you for all you do, Lou, and I hope one day to get to meet you in person. Hi Lou, it's Alex from Oldsmar, Florida. I just wanted to call and say uh, thank you for all the awesome things you do on your show. And uh, 
I've been listening for about a month now, and I really love your show. Just keep doing awesome shows and live and live broadcasts like you're doing, and I'll keep listening. 